Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right. Welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably some other things, too, with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. And to my right-ish is the future, Justin Coulter. He's not really the future anymore. I mean, you're you're back to the present. We're here. It's the present now. Yeah, Yeah. you're here. Welcome back. There's no time like the present. Two episodes back. Yeah. Look at you. Justin was gone for a while, um, but he's back now. We can get into that later. All right. Thanks to all of our listeners and subscribers. Please help us out by rating us, reviewing us, subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever. Yeah, we're on all of them, dude. We're cool. Um, All right. We got uh, our postcard of the week is from Susan Lebrecht. Just a you know, nice headshot. We right? know her, right? It's clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know her. And it's handwritten on the front. It says, thank you. I, obviously, I did something to be thanked. Let's see. <laughs> it says, hope you're having a great summer. Oh, shit. This isn't even to me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's to Coulon Casting oh, next door. No. Well, it's not her fault. Coulon Casting. Yeah. I just want you to know that Susan always appreciates the opportunities and challenges that you give her, and she looks forward to more. <laughs> and uh, Susan is with uh, Action Talent Agency, uh, Angie Moncrief at Action Talent, awesome agency for all you uh, budgeting actors looking for an agent out there. She's uh, she's one to check out. All right, let's get to our guest this week. Yes. Our guest this week is an insanely talented person with major film, TV, and theater credits. Um, he starred in the series Lucky Seven and Grace Point, and he's graced the stage at Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago in several productions, including the central role of Bait Boy in Airline Highway. I'm always to have it, I'm pleased to have him in my room auditioning because uh, he's I get to see a true artist at work. So please welcome. Steven Lewis Grush to the show. Hey, what's up? What's up? Do you, is that Thanks a, for having me. Is that what you go by your full like, yeah, all Steven three Lewis names? Grush, yeah, right. yeah. How yeah. are you, man? Good. Welcome good. to the welcome good. to our. Uh, I know you've been here before, but welcome to this aspect the podcast. of our, our yeah, room. No, I love it. I love it. So, um, Steven, do you have you ever sent a postcard out to a casting <laughs> director? <laughs> Not once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never have. Never will. No. Uh, so like I mean it's I'm I'm looking at one now but like it's uh, they just it's a curious practice it's crazy they're all over my office I mean uh, why so what is your disdain about the uh, the postcard thing what what is your thing I'm I'm asking you like look we just started I'm asking you questions I was pretty heavy handed on the first few episodes of this podcast with like I hate them Mm -hmm. I never want to see them and I would I just throw them away and then I started to feel guilty and that's why that's why we do (laughs) I mean you gotta you know you gotta hustle you gotta put yourself out there so it's you know it's worth it but it's but also it could probably get sometimes they come at the right at the right moment like we might be like crazed and like can't figure it out like what we need someone for blah and then this random postcard comes through like like, oh you know what yeah let's give him a try get that person a call yeah Yeah. but uh it's not uh you know it's not how do you usually find people if it's not through postcards well, I find, I mean, through agents and okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the regular channels, yeah, yeah. the regular channels. <laughs> the 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 postcard thing is just a, a luck of the draw yeah. if if yeah. that's gonna help you at all. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're fine. People don't, don't let me like alter an, a whole industry of <laughs> yeah. postcards. No, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The postcard industry <laughs> has like, stock just going yeah. plummeting. Yeah. Like, sorry about that app you just built, but <laughs> shit. All right. So, um, start from the beginning. Who are mm-hmm. you? Where are you from? How'd you get started in acting? What's your story? What's the story of you? Oh, Tell man. us about you. That's a lot. Uh, I, <laughs> I grew up in New Orleans, um, uh, in New Orleans area. Spent my whole life here. I actually, uh, I just figured out recently that we're I'm a ninth generation New Orleanian. What? Pretty cool. Yeah, that Ancestry.com stuff's pretty cool. Uh, trace our trace our roots back to like the early 1800s down here, and. Uh, yeah, man, it's a you know it's my city. I love it, born and bred. Um, and uh, left when I was nineteen. Went to went to college up in Chicago. Chicago was always on my radar. It's just such a theater centric so, city. Where'd you go to high school here in New Orleans? Uh, I was actually in Slidell. Okay, Slidell High. Yeah, and you were doing in doing theater, getting interested. So my in mother was there? an actress, right? So I kind of grew up in a green room. I was always, uh, I was like that little little kid that was being passed around. One of my earliest memories actually is seeing my mother on stage. Oh like yeah, a, yeah, production of, uh, uh, what was it? South Pacific. Okay. Yeah. In Slidell. Her, her uh, yeah, yeah, Slidell Theater, and she was singing on stage. And I, I, I mean, I remember mentioning that to my father, and and him just being like, "How how could you possibly <laughs> remember that? You were like an infant. You know, you were such a little baby." Uh, but yeah, I just grew up grew up in the theater. It's always been it's always been in my blood, and so. Is your uh, father involved as no, as well? Or no, 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 no. Um, not not his bag. Always been incredibly supportive. Are the are uh, your is your family still inside out? Uh, my father is. Your yeah. father is. Yeah, my father is. Um, he's out there, and um, yeah, my little sister and uh, my brother in law and my my little nephew are in. Metairie, they're, they're actually, I think they're moving to the North Shore as well. But yeah, you know, I just got, I got cousins all over the place and, you know, cool. got a lot of roots here. But yeah, I grew up, grew up in the theater, always wanted to pursue it. So I moved to uh, Chicago when I was 19, went to a little classical theater conservatory up there, Roosevelt University. Okay. Beautiful little school. Um, had a great time there. And uh, just immediately jumped into that Chicago theater scene. So yeah, the best I, in the world, you know. I was looking. I was trying to do a little research on you, mm-hmm. and uh, and I mean, it just seems like you you got to do a lot of really cool theater. Yeah, yeah. While you were there, I lucked out for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, how, how'd you luck out? Like, I mean, you're um, talented. I don't think it's that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, there's so much. Uh, it's a weird. It's a weird business, right? A lot of it is right place, right time. Sure. You know. Um, but I had, uh, right out of, uh, right out of school started hooking up with Steppenwolf, um, you know, just, uh, sort of showcases, you know, cast and directors who sort of come to those senior showcases and stuff like that. And so very quickly after that, I got a call, uh, from Eric Daniels, uh, was a cast and director at the time over at Steppenwolf and, uh, she really looked out for me, kind of got me in the faces of the powers that be over at over at Steppenwolf and we did a reading of a play called Good Boys and True and uh, it was uh, <laughs> not at all intimidating it was me uh, Amy Morton and the, uh, the artistic director at the time uh, Martha Levy uh, the late Martha Levy 
late great Martha Lady, and uh, um, a couple of very very talented incredible actors, um, Kelly O'Sullivan and Tim Rock, and and we read this play, and uh, a couple of days later got a call and said, hey, we decided that we're gonna do this on our main stage. We're gonna incorporate it in the season, and we're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep that same cast that was in the room. Wow! Uh, it's like young kids, you know. It's like a very, very cool little play uh, about some, you know, high school kids that get involved in a sex scandal in the in the eighties and stuff like that. But it's, it really sort of circles around this relationship between a son and his uh, mother dealing with the sex scandal. And it was me and the artistic director, so it was like right out of college. They were just like, "Hey, you're gonna be a lead on Steppenwolf's main stage." Wow! It was like it was surreal. Like even thinking about it and talking about it now, so, you know, I was I mean, probably 21, 22, something like that. That's amazing. Were yeah. you playing leads in college? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, um, so you were comfortable. I mean, you you had had experience. You sure. grew up in theater. Yeah, and I mean, it was just the right fit. Yeah, but it was definitely a big step up <laughs> no <bet>. doubt <laughs> it was a big step up no doubt um but yeah that, i'd done i'd done a handful of uh professional productions but not like that man uh, it's definitely there uh, the whole the whole show opens up with this monologue this like couple couple page monologue where he's kind of like showing off the campus or whatever and it's direct address to the audience and i remember like the first time walking in with a full you know full house on Steppenwolf's main stage and just being like, and I'm walking on and I'm like, am I walking right now? Like my leg, my, yeah. my legs were numb. I'm just like, all right, like I'm on auto. Like, you better do that. Not on autopilot, but like, you know, like, oh, this is a surreal thing that's happening to me. I right mean, that's now. essentially like Broadway, you know, yeah. like or better than Broadway in my opinion. But I mean, that's they're, amazing. They're giants over there. Steppenwolf, the, those people that work at Steppenwolf, I mean, they're, they're, they're the best. Yeah. They're the best at what they do. Well, and you're you're really good, so they're lucky to have you. So, so you do a few years there. How many years are you in Chicago? Pretty much my whole twenties. Oh, your whole twenties. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I thought you were like twenty five. No, pretty much my whole twenties. <laughs> no, not even close, man. Um, no, I was there. I was there until uh, I spent a good ten years there. Sweet. Um, up until up until I hit my thirties, and then I and then I moved on. TV and film started picking up a lot, and so it just it didn't make. Uh, I actually got a gig uh, that brought me over to Canada. That was a Lucky Seven gig. Okay. And so, um, did Lucky Seven happen before uh, the Ryan Felipe movie, or was uh, it after? It happened. Yeah, it happened, that happened after. after. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I have an interesting so like I I had no idea who. You, who Did you, you were? I didn't cast it, but I was I was lined up to cast it mm -hmm. before it pushed. Like it pushed for like six months or something, um, and I had like yeah, that this, took forever. This was a surreal moment for me. I had a I had a phone call with Ryan Felipe. You know, yeah. like he's like an actor that I admire from when I was younger, and he's like, great. yeah, he's really good. And like I'm having this weird phone good kisser too. Is it? Have you seen? Have you seen the movie? You you kiss him. I'm messing with you. Him and an alligator. Check out Catch Hell. Catch Hell. So I had this weird conversation with him on the phone, like this surreal conversation. Like he's like, like 
disciplining his kids while he's on the phone with <laughs> yeah, me <sure. laughs> but he's like wants to talk about like local cast and then he starts talking about the role that that you played mm-hmm. and he's like man there's there's this kid uh, at, at the steppenwolf theater and uh um uh, I think we're I think we're gonna cast him. I think no we're shit. gonna cast him. Um, he's cool. like, uh, uh, yeah. Michael Shannon told me that we should just cast this kid. That he's great. <laughs> and I, I I had no idea who he was talking about. And then That's cut to awesome. the movie gets made. You are in the movie. A few years later, you're living here, and you come through my office, and I realize you're that guy. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I had a conversation about you. <laughs> Totally surreal, and yes, you are an amazing actor. So. Yeah, Mike's awesome. Yeah, uh, I probably wouldn't have happened if Mike hadn't pushed me in the right direction. No, it was, it was, it was a cool flick. I actually, it's weird how that chain sort of works, right? Because uh, I was I was casting that, and then Ryan was having a bunch of trouble casting uh, my uncle, uh, who eventually was played by Jan Barford who is a Steppenwolf ensemble. Okay. And so we had just gotten done doing a doing a play called The March uh, over at Steppenwolf. And Jan's just my boy. He's great. And he was perfect for it. And he, he played this sort of like, we were playing these uh, um, soldiers in the Civil War, these Southern soldiers that keep turning coat. You know, they, they're just trying to survive. They're trying to get through Sherman's March. It's uh, um, based off of uh, um book the march um and uh had a great time with him and i'm just like you'd be perfect for this and so ryan actually flew into chicago and uh he had had a conversation with uh jan on the phone he's married to uh um anna shapiro the artistic director of stuff right okay. now okay uh quite the power couple and uh, we ended up having a reading, a sit-down reading of the whole script in, wow. in my apartment. So Ryan came and and uh, was that uh, surreal for you? Like, I mean, you've already yeah, been in, yeah, like entangled yeah. I mean, in this sure. world of like heavy. You know, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like, it's a it's a weird thing of like you know when you when you meet people who you've only you feel like you have a relationship with them in two dimensions, right? You mm-hmm. see them on screen, and you see them, and uh, it's like a, that earlier podcast we had mentioned with the uh the editor your friend that yeah uh, um, with ava contest. with ava contest. Yeah. yeah um where you, you she had this really astute sort of observation of that of of saying that like you you feel like you have a relation like you yeah. built a relationship with this actor and you you might see him in the street or see him at a coffee shop or whatever and, and you want to give him a hug <laughs> and if that person don't know you like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i don't know you lady what are you you're like no i've been staring at your face for eight hours a day yeah. trying to you know build this film or whatever and and you build those relationships with people on tv and and in film and stuff and then you meet them in real life and it's like oh it's a little it's a little off-putting yeah it can be yeah. it can be a little strange but you know you you get over that pretty quickly i think so what brought you back to new orleans family yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean it's in my blood man this this, yeah. this little bend in the river you know you can't kind of can't you can't bring it out of certain people did you did you uh did you go away for the storm last week when when no. everything was gonna nah, flood no. when no. the whole city was gonna be yeah well, devastated forever yeah, yeah 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 no i was very intimidated yeah no, was, i went out of town but <laughs> i was going out of town anyway yeah yeah i was like oh everything's all, all falling did, apart all that really did was me me and my uh, beautiful wife 
uh, got a couple of days off work and we watched the news and made fun of CNN yeah. and Fox and all, Everybody. The, all the national channels are just being like, really, is it this devastating? And oh, let me let God. the cat out. You missed 10 up. years of that living in Chicago. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like every other year we get like a hurricane. Yeah, it's crime wolf. To, it's you know, crime wolf. Right? I mean, you know, yeah. there, there have been some that, that have been catastrophic. There's a reason know. for it. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. There's re- Steven, there's reason for it. It sounds like um like your first forays into film like it wasn't something you pursued it was something like people told you like you should do this or like please do this movie with me please do this show. Yeah, was film it? and television something you were looking for or did it uh, come to you? Well, Chicago's got a very similar uh, thing to New Orleans in that there's there's a lot of stuff that will come in film in Chicago. And they need, you know, local, they need local folks to step up. Uh, But the uh, the difference between New Orleans and Chicago is that Chicago has such a deep, deep, deep theater scene. I mean, you can make a living just being a stage actor in Chicago and not do anything else but just be on stage all the time. And then every once in a while, those TV gigs will kind of pop up, Mm -hmm. and it's great. It's a little, you know. Uh, boost the bank account and a quick little foray into it, but that's how I kind of fell into it. Was just getting these, you know, day player, quick roles. little, yeah, yeah, quick little TV things, and and you know, stepping into a film every now and then. And um, I actually had a, uh, I was doing a play at Steppenwolf at uh, uh, their upstairs space called Sex with Strangers by Laura Eason, uh, fantastic playwright, and. Um, I was doing Sex with Strangers, and uh, my now manager still uh, had him throughout all these years. He uh, got my info. He emailed me. I think he reached out on Facebook, actually. Um, said, hey, if you don't have management, you know, I kind of, you know, I saw, your, I saw your show at Steppenwolf. Like, give me a call up. Let's have a conversation. So I had a conversation with him. He's L.A.-based, Robert Stein. Uh, and I've, I've been with I've, him. I've talked to him. Yeah, yeah. I've been with him for about ten years now. I mean, he's a he's a beast, man. He's that's he, great. He knows he knows what he's doing, and I've been with him for years and years and years since then because he kind of reached out, and so he's definitely always been pushing me out. But the cool thing about Robert is that he he knows that I'm. He he kind of reached out to me knowing that I'm a stage actor primarily, and he's like, "Well, let's make some money doing the." TV and film stuff and so he's always going to push that but I, I had a conversation with him yesterday where he's like aren't you itching to do a play man don't you want to get back on stage like he's also like keeping very much in mind what I want to do so when a, you get that itch I mean let's face it New Orleans theater is you know that's having it's yeah. having a, a moment now that's positive yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, but I traditionally so it's, much more. it's not a theater city so yeah, like what right. do you do do you do you leave and go like, leave. do regional yeah, theater I actually just, yeah I just got back doing a, I did a production of Henry V at Hartford Stage nice uh, yeah that was a that was a role Oof. I bet Jesus he's actually um, um, Henry V is he's he has more lines than any other Shakespearean character Oof. it's 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 rival to Othello but it's somewhere around like uh, I was told I might not be completely right, but uh, some something like thirty five thousand lines, and, wow. and you know, obviously it was like very cut down. But it's almost like when you go see a production of Henry V, you're not trying to see a great, uh, uh, 
performance more just like it's a marathon like yeah. can this Jeez. person actually not God. fall in the face and say all these words in the right Straight order you know? how many performances did you do of that it was eight shows a week for Whoa. about uh, eight shows? There's yeah. only seven so two days in a week so yeah. two a day two on sunday or something um monday off so the the regular schedule for a uh um for a union theater is monday off tuesday wednesday thursday friday Two on Saturday, Oof. two on Sunday. Oh man! You you did that where at Hartford Hartford Stage, Stage in that? Connecticut. That's huge. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Connecticut. Right outside yeah. of. Uh, so how do you, yeah. how do you book a a play out of state? I mean, if you're well, work got, in Chicago, live here. Yeah. How do you get to Connecticut. Uh, so I've, I've got I've got reps in L.A. and I've got reps in New York, and that's a weird that's a weird thing about uh, the way things are now. Like I I film so many auditions, and I just have the equipment and I. You know, have friends that'll read with me and stuff like that. And if you have teams out in New York that are passionate about you and know that you can pull something off, and they can book you, you got if you got people in New York, you got people in LA. Sure, you can film an audition. You can live yeah. where you want to live, right? I mean, it's all digital. It's just going to end up in somebody's email. Uh, if you got people that are hustling for you, yeah. and people that are working ass off for you, then you can you can live. Oh, you want we know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i mean it's it's you can live the, on a farm in kentucky if you and, got people in la and, and people and, do and new york that are kicking ass you also there have the talent and skills to interpret a role correctly the first time so you don't have to retape and retape you know? <laughs> yeah i mean it, especially if you're playing on a level that's so you know what we do is local casting so we're you know typically looking for people who actually live here you know mm -hmm. and of course we have people within the region who tape and we get tape submissions all the time a lot of tape submissions but if you're playing on a level that will be region like uh, uh, mississippi alabama mississippi uh, within 500 miles yeah. okay cool generally there's a there is a travel waiver for for day mm. players if they're within 500 miles then the production can uh they can waive the uh the travel days on either end so gotcha. like if it's a one-day job and you hire them as a daily, then it can be, uh, they just get paid for the day and get paid to drive there, get the like mileage and a hotel in per diem. Cool. So it's like a stipend or yeah. a per diem or whatever. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a savings for production really. Mm -hmm. But if, if it's a weekly player, it's basically the same as hiring them Have you from worked LA on or New anything York. anything in Atlanta? No. Um, Do you audition for no, I don't. I don't really. No, nah. missing out. No, nah. yeah, I heard it's booming over there. Well, what I, what I was gonna say is like, like to your point of you can live anywhere and do this. Um, I think it rings truer. It, the The problem that we have as local casting is that we have this, um, we we have this barrier, if you will, of no, we need you to find us people who are local. Yeah. So okay, yes you can live anywhere and tape and send it to us, but we still need local hires. Yeah. If you're playing on a, on a level where you're, you know, reading for, um, guest, uh, series regulars, you know, uh, starring roles in movies, of course you could live in any country yeah. in the, in yeah. the world, right. you know, and send the self tape. So, uh, and that happens a lot. I mean, look at the, like, there's a, there's a kind of a famous video of one of the kids from uh, stranger things he did his audition from he was sick he did it from his bed <laughs> he he had the flu so, yeah. <laughs> and that, like his audition video is everywhere you know
That's funny. So it is crazy <laughs> how, how it's changed, you know, like yeah. I've talked about this on this show a lot, but it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember like not having any of this, you know, and mm. having to go to the uh, casting office to get your sides Mm. and learn them you know or mm-hmm. like your agent had the script and you had to go to their office to pick up the script or the script <laughs> right. got, you know like yeah. you can't you can't leave the lobby you got to sit down and read yeah. it and yeah yeah I've had i mean that. i've had that more than once instead of the uh uh what is it the uh code protected emails right that you can only open <laughs> up one time you got it's like no you go to that cast in that office and you can sit down and they'll have a printed copy yep. and you can read it yeah, man. and just like a library you can stay as long as you want you can read it and what you know but it, you know and that's and like with technology now that's why you know so many of the, the auditions are performance almost performance ready you know it's like yeah. actors are coming in completely memorized off book having made like most of the choices that they want to make just you know at the audition level mm-hmm. you know they're giving you what probably what you'll see on the day on set mm-hmm. you know what you know minus you, all the elements do you prefer that or do you prefer being able to work with the actor a little bit well i like if i were if i were to walk in and i and i had paper in my hand and i'm not off book and i'm just kind of would you want to sort of bounce I, around with different ideas i want you to i would prefer you to be off book yeah um but i want you to also have flexibility to adjust and sure you know take some sure. take some direction in case you in case you know you don't you don't know everything like we don't typically we're not able to send the entire script especially for right. television yeah. you're Does only it... getting a scene or two scenes yeah. and you don't have a lot of information you might know not know like some twist that would mm-hmm. change things for you mm-hmm. so you know i think you're like with the material that you're given, uh, you're able to, to do what you need to do. Um, and with that, given a couple of little tidbits, I think it can be, you know, elevated sometimes. Sure. But, um, no, I mean, I want, I want the actor to be, you know, confident in what they're doing and I want sometimes I'll, I'll have paper in my hand when I'm auditioning. And uh, I think it's just because I'm like have the paper. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a little bit of like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little bit of a pacifier. It's a little bit of a security blanket. Like if I'm not 100% solid on the lines, it's like, I'd rather be able to glance down at it and not not ruin a good take. You know how to do that. A lot of people don't don't know. know. You know, they... If they're holding they it, there. yeah, okay. they gotcha. have to have gotcha. their eyes on it. They can't yeah, take their yeah. eyes off. Yeah, gotcha. there's, there, especially a theater actor is going to know that. I mean, you... Sp- you got to look up. You, you got to sp- play a scene. Yeah, and you spend, <laughs> you know, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, rehearsing a play with yeah. your, you know, with your script in your hand, and you become very well adept at, mm-hmm. you know, being able to lock into where... Oh, that's a that's a beautiful moment, man, when you're, when you're rehearsing a play and, you, and you're walking around with that script in your fucking hands and you're walking around with that script in your hands and your hands and your hands and then finally just got to be like it's out bye yeah. and you got to <laughs> let that go and it's just like it's like stepping off it's like stepping off the cliff you're just like all right you know and of course you know you know you you got you know these beautiful stage management team uh, that that can you know you can call a line whenever you want, but it's no that's that's like <laughs> <laughs> that's stepping off the cliff, man. That one moment where you're just like, all right, let's give it a shot without this 
this pacifier that's this funny. fucking blanket <laughs> when i when i was uh when i was in i was an apprentice in a theater in uh, kentucky when i was in college for a summer and where were you at louisville uh, uh no it was at horse cave theater okay. in uh horse cave kentucky cool. it's like horse an hour cave. yeah it's not there anymore it was there for like 40 years it's a pretty rad fucking name man yeah, yeah visit horse, horse cave, cave. Horse yeah cave, kentucky there's a cave there, there. Anyway, my one of my jobs, you know, we, we got to rotate like most of what I did was like work in the scene shop, you know, sweating my ass off. But I got to be uh, the the reader, you know, like when an actor called for line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this old actor. His name was Jack Johnson. And he played <laughs> Caliban. He was playing Caliban in The Tempest. And, uh, you know, and I'm the one who I'm like this, you know, shaky kid. <laughs> and uh he was like real gruff and like, you know, he had this voice and then and the character was like very theatrical. And uh, and when he would call for a line, he'd be like, line, line. And I'm like, oh, um, actor tip of the week. You know, like, oh, so, like so nerve wracking. Like he's mad at you. Yes. Because he don't know oh, his shit. God. I was like, he's I, taking it out on you. I just want to go back to oh. the scene shop. Jack Johnson, he's already a heavyweight. Yeah. Right? So Jack Johnson, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, he's, gone uh by now he was pretty old at the time yeah yeah, but yeah, yeah. he was a i think he was a a professional theater actor slash um slash gambler uh-huh. and he he was uh making his way he had like so basically the same thing yeah some, yeah. some pretty much the same thing he had some plan to go and like you know make make his uh lot in vegas oh, like he was gonna wow. do some something yeah, yeah. It, so he basically centered his whole life he orbited around instability yes yeah acting <laughs> oh, and yeah. gambling acting, yeah and just pretty much just <laughs> stayed in orbit of not putting 10 toes on the ground at any moment in his life <laughs> <laughs> so so our show is called talking like normal people yeah. and uh we you know i love that title because we just want actors to be grounded and talk yeah. like a normal yeah. person that's actually a thing around steppenwolf we would say that it would be like hey let me let me do that again i'm gonna do that like a real person this yeah. time let me try that again like but i'm gonna do it how a person would do that <laughs> so how do you do that like if you don't mind i'll yeah. take that back do, do you really have to think about that or is that do you have do you subscribe to any methods or uh what's your process how do you keep it grounded and keep it real because i mean you come in here and you you're you're pretty uh authentic i would say like i've never seen you not be an authentic you know human being uh-huh. in director, what you're doing we booked you for said natural like two three times oh cool natural oh you're so natural yeah. who's that oh, the the, the movie, movie you just did oh fantastic great yeah. great good great yeah so what's your process um well i mean you know memorize the fucking words there you go you know uh, that's the title get, of get this the episode. words yeah <laughs> memorize the fucking words <laughs> get the words under your belt and uh and say them about 50,000 times and then forget all the work that you did because the work's there right yeah like it's, it's ingrained it's there yeah get it get it to a point where it's it is automatic because i mean think about just like your daily life right like how how you how you move through the world how anybody moves through the world whether you're a construction worker whether you're a doctor whatever the fuck you are i mean 99 percent of what you do is is automatic you're not thinking about it when you do it you're not planning on it right 
you're just going to grab that cup of coffee. You're going to, you know, reach for your wallet to pay for your meal. Like you're doing, you're just doing it because that's what you do. And that's how you, you, you know, this is how you start your car. Like you're not just like, this is how people do it. You yeah. know, like it's yeah. like you just start the fucking car, man. Like do it. Yeah. Like turn the key and, and start driving. <laughs> like that's how people do things, you know? Yeah. And so 99% of the time. I don't want to say that uh, actors should not be going on, like phoning it in. Everything should be intentional because it's, it is entertainment and it, it is art and it is intentional, but understand what that intention is, understand the point of what you're doing and then fucking throw it out the window, man. Just do it, do the thing. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're playing a scene where you're just, you know, you're trying to, uh, you know, I don't know, convince your friend to not kill his wife. I don't know. I'm thinking something really fucking dramatic. Like if, if, if a human being was in that situation, he, he's not, he's not planning it. He's just convince him, tell him, no, that's a, that's, that's fucking awful, man. You'll end up in jail for the rest of your life. Just do the thing. Just right. do the thing that you're there to do. And it's as simple as that. Just do it, you know? And so lines are obviously first. I come from a very classical uh, background. Um, do a lot of Shakespeare, a lot of classical theater, a lot of Greek dramas uh, and things like that. And that has to be very, very, very intentional, very dramatic, very over the top. Uh, but the most engaging actors uh, take those huge circumstances and they reduce it to a pinpoint, you know, to a, you know, they put on those horse blinders, right? Mm -hmm. They put on those horse blinders and they just do the very, very simple action. And they don't play the grand, uh, over-the-top um, circumstances of the scene. They go for very simple tactics. And they just do that, you know. That's what I try to do, at least. Um, now, is, it, is that something that you just figured out on your own? Or did you have a, a mentor that showed you the way? Oh, I've, I've lucked out, man. With, with my work with Steppenwolf, I mean... Uh, I mean, they I've, I've, they pulled you in, yeah. You know, yeah, professionally, I, yeah. So, I mean, you're I like learning I, on the I job. I, yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have loved to. You know, I'm a huge fan of higher education. I would have loved to have, you know, gone and got my master's degree or whatever. But I, I feel like I would not need to because I was immediately just like thrown into the mix with like uh, some of the best in the business and and some of these amazing, you know directors where you know instead of going to grad school i'm like actually working with tina landau i'm actually working with frank galati i'm actually working with amy morton you know some of the best directors around sure. uh, i'm actually working with anna shapiro and you know all these you know martha i'm not going to go through the list of that incredible ensemble i'm sure there's if any if any of them are listening they're going to be there stuff that I didn't. There mention. is no way they are listening <laughs> unless you send this to them. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I felt like after after um, a handful of years of working with them, I you know why why would I you know go back to school or anything like that? I feel like I have a master's degree, um, just in working, and so I was just mentored by all these incredible actors. I mean. Uh, there's a uh, actor with with stuff uh, Frank Guinan, who I've had the absolute um, gift of working with several times. He's one of my favorite actors. That's 
working that's alive. He's dedicated his whole life to Steppenwolf and the Chicago theater scene. And he's done several films. He's done a lot of film work as well. But um, just being like in the same room watching that person go through that process. I mean, if you think that I'm not sitting there taking notes, like you're crazy, you know, like yeah. you're watching a master at work. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, why would you not? Just soak it up, soak it up like a sponge, you know, just like be in a room and observe and just be like, all right, I'm trying to be like you, man. I'm trying to do what you do. So you let me be around. To this day, you still, when you get the opportunity to work with people? Take notes? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll write stuff down all the time. I'm kind of a kryptomaniac in that sense. Like, I always write stuff down. Um, Always, always. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of lucked out in being able to be in, being on film and, and tv with some some kind of heavy hitters as yeah. well and just kind of yeah always always observe like the second that you think that you got it figured out you're a fucking idiot and you're gonna fail <laughs> right like, yeah like that's the second that yeah. you're about to eat you're about to eat crow man like yeah. you know always be learning always be picking up stuff so i feel i feel like you are in a good uh like you're you're kind of having the best of all worlds in life like you get to live in your hometown new orleans <laughs> yeah you know, and you have this amazing manager who's on your team and on your side Absolutely. and looking out for you. So you get to go and play, mm-hmm. you know, in other areas mm-hmm. uh, whenever the opportunities come up. What do you what do you do uh, when you're not? What do you do like when you're not working? Is there any other? Well, I work. No, I work every day. I, I can't. I can't sit still, man. I I I've got several jobs, uh, day jobs. Oh yeah. 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 I, uh, Work at uh, MRB. You know that bar? No. On the quarter. It's on uh, St. Philip. A little okay. shout out to MRB. Five and five, St. Philip. This uh, episode Saint sponsored by <laughs> MRB. <laughs> that was a cool little bar on the quarter. I kind of manage out there and, you know, just do a lot of maintenance work and a lot of, uh, you know, bartending out there. I also work with the French Quarter Phantoms. I do a lot of tours. Oh, well, you'd be, yeah. a, you'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love, I, I love, mean, uh, uh, love New Orleans history and all that. I'm a, I'm a, total architecture nerd you know so i was always reading about new orleans and i'm just like you know let me stand in front of some people and talk it keeps the you know keeps keeps me in practice in terms of theater so you know every night or you know morning on the weekends i'll go out into the graveyard and just be like well all right let's talk about homer plessy you know with this group of you know 28 strangers that don't know a lot about the civil rights and new orleans history anybody ever recognize you from anything on these tours? Yeah, it's happened a few times. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait, are you in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's actually happened a couple of times. It's <laughs> kind of funny. It's like, I didn't know the guy from Grace Point was going to be giving us a fucking tour today. <laughs> like, I knew that you killed that kid, man. Like, all right, all right, all right. So anyway, this is called a Spanish balcony. Uh, <laughs> devastating fire of 1788. Uh, you know, we had just transferred from Spanish rule. That but is, yeah, no, Nick Nolte was cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. <laughs> oh, no, you got to make a living, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I, people I, get the misconception that, you know, the, these gigs uh, yeah, you're pay on, like so much. Yeah, it's you're like on TV. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden yeah. you're, you're a millionaire. Nah, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a job, man. Yeah. It's just a very public job, but yeah. that was just a job. And you got to move on. You got to keep, you know, making a living. I come from very, very working class roots and I'll always be a working Hell class yeah. person. That's kind of like how I approach the work, you know, which is uh, uh, 
kind of bringing it back to what we were talking about that like the naturalism is like how yeah. you know how would how would people do it it's like well i'm not gonna just because what i've been on tv a couple of times pretend i'm not like an actual person no i gotta yeah. wake up and put on my boots and go to work just yeah. like everybody else you know you're definitely good at getting in the grit yeah you know like <clears throat> like getting down and dirty into it whatever it is um which is a, a really good trait as an actor like we 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 can see you know all the layers Cool, good. Uh, happening. I love I that. Appreciate that. I love seeing that. Um, well, this is this is a yeah. I, this is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, <laughs> Ryan says, "What'd you say the other day?" Is like everybody, all actors should have a secret. Is that yeah. What you said? Yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like sometimes when you're in the room, I'm like, that guy's got like twelve secrets. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's got plenty. Well, of secrets. usually what I'll do is I'll I'll actually just put a body in the trunk of my car and that's what i'm thinking about so when i pull up and i park up in front i was like they don't know that i got a dead body in the trunk you know hopefully this is keep not that, true yeah. i love that y'all think that that's a joke <laughs> I'm, I'm uncomfortable I don't, I, don't, I don't know man now i don't know what to think of you and- what are you gonna do at your improv class tonight Justin? <laughs> i'm gonna think about that body for a little yeah, bit yeah. i'm like wow justin's super um, into it today yeah I'm just like Little short <laughs> now Stephen knows I'm going to the police right after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they know about it. Oh, okay. No, yeah. it, it gets deep. Yeah. It gets deep. Yeah, NOPD knows. He's an informant. <clears throat> That's cool. So, um, if you have any questions for us, now's the time to ask. If you huh. don't, it's not a big deal. No questions um, for y'all. How'd you? How'd you? How'd you fall into casting? Uh, just, just that actually uh, kind of i mean i wasn't i've i've talked about this a few times on uh, the show i was an actor mm-hmm. um and i lived in la and i did all that for like eight years in la and then i i came back and i started actually working with liz Kulan uh, mm-hmm. next door the opposite side of this wall yeah um and she had a, another company um this was like 2004 mm-hmm. and we uh i started working as an assistant in their office and just got really busy here and I, they kept me around and I kind of knew what I was doing somewhat and mm-hmm. then uh, Liz and I went up to Shreveport to do a movie after Hurricane Katrina and I ended up staying there uh, and we did a bunch of movies there together and then she left out of Shreveport. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Shreveport was the was like everyone. That was like a little scene when when New Orleans kind yeah. of got shut down. Okay. It's five years. Yeah. Sure. Like I bought a house there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it was you know so I started my company there mm-hmm. um, and I really kind of got my legs in Shreveport um, because you know it was there was Liz and she left she left me there and I was doing I was working doing shows for her company. And, um, and then that kind of started to dry up for her in Shreveport. And so I just started my own company and, um, I did, uh, like two movies on my own doing the extras casting. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then that grew into local casting on a movie and then it just snowballed, you yeah. know, and there was another company there, um, that was doing casting. And so we were really like the only two and, you know, in a matter of like, five years we we probably did like 60 movies you know it was, mm. it was insane it's crazy. um and those are just the ones that those i was doing boom times. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know I, I have i have something that i'm uh i mean i i feel like i know 
the answer to it, but I'd love to hear y'all talk about it. Uh, I feel like there's this misconception about how, or, that's a weird way of placing it, just the amount of power that casting directors have, because y'all are in a way very much the gatekeepers, right? Like y'all are the first step to getting access to producers, sure. getting access to directors, and y'all are the ones that are being like, that audition sucked. This audition is great. Right. Um, Correct. Could you could you talk a little bit about the process? So when you go to a producer and you go to a director, you're gonna have like what, like five or six auditions that you're like, yes, you need to exactly. focus up on these five cats right here. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's not your call, right? No. Correct. Right. So no. like people, I feel I feel like it's so it's even with it, you know, like my wife or my family. I've I've done a I've done a great job of managing to not be around any other artist in my daily life <laughs> I've, I've tried as hard as i possibly can to not have anyone in my life that uh is as fucking weird or crazy as i am uh <laughs> uh but you know they'll always have these questions be like well why don't you call up the casting director and get right. in their face about it and be like that's that's not how like, that why works, right? Like, why didn't you book this role? Like, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. like, we'll call him. I was like, well, it must be Ryan's fault that you didn't book this thing. I was like, that's not how it... So could you talk a little bit yeah. about that? About so the power and the station? So now that I know you station? put bodies in your trunk. <laughs> so, yeah. so what happens is... You know, yeah. Um, we only see living people. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we probably get, you know, 500 to 1,000 submissions for a role, you know? Wow. So, okay, let's say we and have... And these are, these are agents that are submitting to mm -hmm. you. Yeah, right? agents gotcha. submitting gotcha. their clients, you know... Just, yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Every okay? once in a while. Like, so just, just to get the audition, just to get an audition, you're going to be, you know, maybe 50 people are going to wow. be seen for one and role. And it's going to take one of y'all to click on that and be like, yeah. nah, he, he, yeah. all, he brings it yeah. whenever he comes in. Yep. She doesn't actually. I gave her three shots in a row, and she shit the bed it. each you're, time, you're and so I'm gonna pass her over. You get it. But I've never seen her. She's got a cool look. It let me let be, me bring her in. You yeah. know, like we're doing, we do this show. Uh, we're doing a show right now, and we're on episode six, and it's like we've showed this person to the producers at least three times and mm -hmm. they haven't responded maybe we should hold off on this particular episode and mm -hmm. give it a give it a breather because because then it starts to make them question your judgment yeah, and they might because i'm, I'm only saying i can only send five people for yeah. each role you know so, they want right. they want me to curate down to five people he wants yeah. to send more oh oh my god yeah. oh yeah. how what, just today i'm like i'm sending i'm sending seven and i'm, I'm sending seven <laughs> i'm doing it it's too many I yeah. Seven, it's too many. yeah i did i sent i sent six was, well you did yeah, he, he it down to um yeah. so yeah it's it's really hard because um while there are a lot of actors around here that are on the same level, mm -hmm. you know, there are very few who just like stand out above the rest, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and those that stand out above the rest obviously are going to be part of the five, yeah. you know, they're probably going to be the first one there, uh, for whatever the role is. Um, so that's, what's hard about it. It's like, I have to, there has to be a certain degree of like a mix of diversity, yeah. you know, depending on what sure. the role is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a role that, that could be a male or a female, you know, mm -hmm. I need so I only get five. Yeah. Okay. How many females do I put? I thought like, one of the one of know? the coolest things that I ever booked it was a I think it was Chicago PD. Um, 
the breakdown was actually for somebody that was like very very Italian mafia and like 45 and overweight and uh, casting director just liked me a lot and was like you know what let me just throw something into the mix that's different and they ended up just being like yeah why wouldn't it be like a you know shaved head Irish cat uh, that's you know 22 yeah. like oh, it could go that way too like that's yeah. fine and all of a sudden the producers were just like actually let's go with that like yeah. that's cool yeah. I remember sitting in the sitting in the uh, uh, waiting room and just seeing all these guys that were like twice my age in in these you know suit and tie overweight Italian guys like this very you know Chicago mafia type of guys you know just I was like I am not that i'm just like this tattooed little punk kid <laughs> but i went in and i booked that shit so it's like you know that's what the you know we changed the happens yeah like, we love a wild card wild card option yeah. is always like that that fifth yeah. one is like let's slide this person yeah. in yeah we wild card it a lot and and a wild cards get it a lot wild cards i love it. it when a wild yeah. card that's pretty gets cool it. yeah that's pretty cool yeah so but y'all are i mean uh, gatekeepers like used as kind of a nasty term sometimes but very uh, much like you it. it is it is what it is we, i mean yeah. we didn't we didn't uh create the system it just is it what just it is. is like there's just no time to yeah. to <clears throat> see everybody we like we we watch everything that comes our way and you know, we've tried to create a system that is fair and just based on our opinions. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I, I have a little. But you are a system. curator, just like a like a museum. Like you know, you're gonna pick the artists that you want to hang up on the walls no, so that you want people to see. Absolutely. It's you're gonna like, curate. I, we both have mental lists of like, you know, who we love, and I actually started keeping a physical list every time I get a <laughs> yeah. script. I'm like. These are my favorite people. Where can we plug them in? Yeah, and it's so, we like finding new favorite people though. Too. I do, sure. yes. but there's, there's, I don't know. To me, there's, there's some people. It's like every time you get a script, try to find a spot for them, and mm. you know, a lot of times it's the right choice. And like sometimes you call it from a mile away, like you're reading it, and you're like, oh, Stephen Grush is gonna play this part, and then <laughs> he does, and you're like. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> yeah. I, yes, I agree with you. But I also have, there are just so many factors. And yeah. I like, I don't want everything I do to be the same people. In oh, it. not, not just, yeah. the list. you know, I'm just thinking, like, I don't want, uh, I, I, I do. I like, I want new people yeah. to come through, you know, as, as, you know, being on a local level, we should be able to uh, incubate, you know, fresh talent mm -hmm. you know yeah, like people yeah. grow and grow out of this market and they you know decide that they can't do co-star roles anymore right, it's only right. guest star for them or series regular or whatever and you know and that's fine you know but we have what we have here you know so i'm yeah. always looking to like refresh you yeah, know and get yeah. some new some new fresh i feel like those those things are they're parallel you know they're not they're not uh button against each other like to 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 have that and and to curate uh uh the local local talent that you know y you want those cats to stay around right you right want, you want really really solid reliable local talent hell yeah and then you always want because there's solid reliable local talent that's going to cure that's going to uh uh inspire younger 
newer folks or, or, or maybe some cats from, you know, Mississippi to be like, actually, I'm not going to go to Atlanta. I'm going to go to New Orleans. Yeah. You know, like, cause that's what's happening you because X and this and this person and this person and this person, they're New Orleans based and they work all the time over yep. there, you know? So it's like, it kind of, you know, it, it, I feel like they're running parallel with each other. You know, the more, the more that there is that steady base of cats that are working there and, and can make a living down here, the more it's going to inspire people to really throw their hat in the ring and become that new, that new Sort of uh, the new Stephen Grush. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you you need both. You need the solid players, and I mean Ryan every day. What do you say? I'm sick of seeing the same faces over and over. Uh, I, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Sure. Because we we were fl- like on on the same show, the especially, same show, yeah. and we're like right, flipping right. through the episodes so fast. It's like ah. Uh, you're talking about a uh, purge, right? Yeah. 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 I, I know that I've, I've been in y'all's face. What? Like six, seven times. I haven't worked on a purge yet. You know, I, you're just like, you know, you're, like, you're up there right now yeah, for yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, cool. We <laughs> got you out there. Yeah. 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 From the other day. Yeah. But it's like, you know, again, it's that thing where it's just sort of like, you know, you, yep. you keep bringing it because I know that like, what you were I, curated. Yeah. Oh. You were curated. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Curated. But it's that thing of just like, it's a certain type of show. And so you have certain type of actors, and so you have to keep calling and say, "I mean, what's the population in New Orleans right now? Right. Isn't it like, like three hundred fifty thousand? Something if like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, there's only so much that's happening. Could you tell that to of- my producers? <laughs> like, well, why can't they be local? <laughs> well, you, you, they yeah. used yeah. eighty-five local actors yeah. last season. We've already used like fifty at yeah. least this season. Yeah. It's like we're done. We're yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> they have to come from somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You telling me there's not a 42 year old Pacific Islander woman who can do a Portuguese <laughs> accent for this show? No, in New Orleans, that is a local hire. That yeah. is yeah. a true yeah. thing he's saying. Yeah. Wow, um, that's amazing. But then you're gonna oh, be man. picking up a cup of coffee and just be like, "I'm sorry, ma'am, could you repeat that? <laughs> could I hear that accent?" <laughs> oh yeah, I'd like to have a conversation yeah. with you about a. Oh, we a do great that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Liz went to have lunch at a restaurant today because she wanted to talk to the owner, the owner of the restaurant, who's like the character of something she's casting about oh, coming to read. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta pick oh, out. We, you know? we, we crawl the streets. Don't worry. <laughs> well, dude, this this has been an awesome episode. Very informative. Uh, it's so cool to hear about like all the stuff that you've been through and all the cool things you got to do. And I, you know, I look forward to you sticking around here. Absolutely. And being an actor in stuff that we do here for a long time to come. I know you're going to become a big star and won't be available. Local hire and your manager will be calling me (laughs) for a single card credit. In a, in a star wagon. He does that, man. He's my bulldog, man. I'm telling <laughs> he does. you. He yeah, does. he puts his teeth in somebody. You don't let go. He does. We've been together for a minute. He's my bulldog. He looks out for me. What's his name again? Stein? Robert Stein. Robert Stein. Yeah, Robert, Stein. Robert, Stein. Robert Stein. Shout out. I hope you're listening to the episode because this yeah. is this one's dedicated to you. Yeah. Don't have a drink at MRB. That's it. Yeah. MRB. Come come see me. I'm there all the time. All right. Well, thank you. Steven, um, thanks to Jason, who's going to edit this for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Follow us on uh, Instagram at Talk Like Normal, at Glorioso Casting, at Jason Edwards TV, at Full Grown Mouse, and Justin TC underscore underscore. Do you do any like social media crap or? Not even one bit. All right. I knew you would. I knew. Yeah, no. I knew you Why would, would he? He's got nothing. dead bodies in yeah. his trunk. <laughs> thanks for having me, y'all. I appreciate right. it. Later.
Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.